I'm joined by royalty right now, the king of television, uh, Samoa Joe. We're going to be talking about uh, what is going on with uh, the various championships that you are either holding or want to regain. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I, I'm, I said I'm speaking with royalty. You're actually the second king I've spoken with, so it's always good. To, to have that uh yeah but the first one true you know what i mean there's a little bit of difference between the two you know? <laughs> I, I had booker t i mean i mean he was a king at one time you know i can understand <laughs> that you know king he's a king forever in his, in his heart and the minds of the people you know I, i'll give him that everybody loves booker you're a reigning king yes you know <laughs> uh so the reason we're we're the big reason we're talking today is you have a title match coming up. You're going to get another shot at uh, regaining your TNT championship. Uh, Darby Allen took that from you. Uh, some might say he he had a little bit of a hometown crowd. Uh, some you know he maybe had some support going into that match that maybe willed him to the to the victory, but he's not going to have that this time. So. What are your thoughts going into that match? Uh, I mean, I think the analysis is spot on. I mean, he comes out, I mean, before the belly of Marines, he's tackling with skateboards and he's got this little distraction, uh, you know, sitting at ringside, you know, and it's just, it, it was a ridiculous farce of a match. You know, every, I think everybody in their heart really knows that. Uh, nobody was looking at that match and saying, hey, this was a, a fair contest set up between two people. I mean, but I, I understand these things, you know, when I accumulate power, it seems that the power structures that be, they start to find unusual ways to, to throw these obstacles in my path. And I mean, this is nothing different. I mean, even going into this match, you know, I mean, you know, any day of the week ending in why you put Darby Allen in a ring with me in a straight up, it's, it's, it, he catches a fade. It's bad. You know, <laughs> he's in the hospital for a while, but you know, you give him his toys and his weapons, becomes a little bit more of a formidable opponent. So, you know, it's, it's no surprise that all of a sudden this no holds barred stipulation kind of pops up out of nowhere. I mean, you know, they just try to put him on a level playing field, but it's okay. We're ready for it. You've, uh, affectionately referred to him as the little dead boy. Uh, I mean, what else do you call him? I mean, he's a little zombie kid. You know, you keep throwing him down stuff. You keep throwing him on stuff. You keep throwing him here and there. He keeps standing up and walking forward. I mean, there's no other way to put it. So, I mean, yeah, little dead boy, little dead boy. I mean, that's what we're dealing with out there. And, you know, he's going to make sure, he, you know, he he stays down next time. That's the goal. Uh, I mentioned he had the, the home field advantage last time, but you're going into Dayton, Ohio this time around. Uh I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask anyways. Do you have any favorite memories of competing in Dayton? Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's, I mean, Dayton's, Dayton first and foremost is kind of uh, really an un, un, unsung wrestling town. I mean, from from the gardens to, you know, the fairgrounds to, you know, all, all the different venues where, where a lot of wrestling's gone down. But of course, you know, uh, you know, the draw with Punk. I mean, that, that was done Dayton, Ohio. I mean, uh, you know, every time we step through there, you know, Ohio shows out. So, you know, Dayton's a great town to, uh, to, to get down. In. Yeah. That that's the one that I thought would probably be obvious. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, it was the, the first time limit draw that you guys had, mm -hmm. uh, impromptu by the way, because of a uh, last minute scheduling change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I usually, uh, try to end with a watch list feature, but I'll ask now, since we're talking about, uh, memories in Dayton and that match in particular, uh, do you have any, you know, particular memories, not just about like what happened in ring, but, um, maybe what led to it being impromptu or any sort of, uh, nuance that you really appreciate from that match? I mean, it's one that's been picked apart and watched 
over and over, especially when people put it in that trilogy of matches you guys have. Anything really stand out uh, now looking back on it that just. I think there's a lot of things that stand out. I think something that's kind of relevant to today and maybe put some people's mind at ease uh, in our industry is, you know, a lot of that came together, you know, uh, hours before. You know, this is something that was, you know, uh, an overthought uh, think piece that was done out over several days. I mean, we were forced into a situation. And really, you know, it was just, yeah, I, I believe Karina was stuck in Japan or. It was something of that ilk where, uh, you know, he just, he had two commitments and couldn't just make it back in time. And, uh, you know, Dayton was a new market, I think, I believe at that time too. And, you know, we needed to have a strong showing. Every time ROH came into a new market, we had to have a strong showing. It was, it was there was no choice. I mean, if we didn't, we were dead in that area. And, you know, we, and, and, and a hit like that at a company at that time in its infancy would, would have been devastating, you know, to, to invest the money, go out there have it be like a failed venture so you know we had to deliver every time we, we went into a new area and and you know keep fans coming back so um you know with, uh, talking with gabe and punk at the time it just uh it seemed like you know a, a crazy idea and uh i may have been a little bit inebriated when i agreed to it but when i woke up in the morning i kind of wrapped my head around it and uh, said all right let's go <laughs> <laughs> uh i appreciate that uh i will mention i uh, 12 matches, according to Cage Match, they're usually a, a pretty good point of reference, but 12 matches in Dayton that you've competed in, uh, most of those were for Ring of Honor, uh, and then I think you have two for WWE and one for TNA, which, uh, you know, is, is pretty cool. Uh, not too many people can say that, but as far as things sort of coming full circle with Ring of Honor, you know, as a reigning champion, uh, do you want to see maybe Ring of Honor go back to a town like Dayton since it, I don't want to say they had like territorial rights or anything, but you know, you, you said it was something that Ring of Honor went off, went after, try to establish a new market. Do you th- kind of want to see re- the new Tony Khan Ring of Honor sort of go back to some, some Ring of Honor staples like that? Whenever I, you guys I, get I going? Would, I would absolutely love it. I think, you know, the stats that you kind of pointed out, we're very much proof of that. You know, a company like Ring of Water does not go back to a place 10 times unless that area has been for them. That, you know, it just, they can't afford to, you know, they can't, it's just not, you know, if, if it's a disaster, like I said, if you can go out there, it's a failed endeavor. So, you know, obviously Dayton's always been a strong ROH town. Um, you know, there, there's history there. there. There's, aside from our match, I mean, you know, so many groups debuted there or had like, you know, breakout matches, you know, that, that I think of Generation Next and stuff like that. I mean, like, it's, uh, it, it, it was always a really, really fun town or wild town. And, uh, you know, the fans always, uh, you know, came with a very, very high amount of energy. I think there was one time too, where, you know, the, the inside venue was flooded. We had to do a tent on the outside and they were still there going crazy. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's a battle tested town. I, I will give it that. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that I can honestly say that, that that doesn't happen too often. I don't, uh, do you remember what the circumstances were? Like, I, I, I really, I, I feel like something was wrong with the venue because of, you know, storm activity and, um, I, I, and, and don't, I, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it might've been Dayton where we had to, you know, tent the parking lot and essentially just yeah. run the show outside. Obviously I, I mentioned already, the goal is getting back the TNT title on Wednesday, uh, and you're, you're currently holding the ring of honor title, uh, how like how far do you 
see this going where you can represent both brands because right now AEW's weekly Ring of Honor we're still we know that it's going to air on Honor Club and Supercard of Supercard of Honors coming up but how far do you feel like you could take this at this stage in your career where you can really represent both brands and be a regular presence on both shows until the end of time I mean <laughs> I mean really when, when you come down to it I mean um, the, the great thing about about ROH and, and AW is that um, it, it, there's an influx of of the non, young new hot talent, you know, guys that are that are coming up the pipe that are you know ready to to, to make a huge splash on, on the world stage, and uh, you know that's kind of the biggest attraction for me is that you know I'm dealing with guys who are hungry, ready to go, and looking to make their own mark in the world, and uh, you know it's that kind of enthusiasm that makes what I do all that much more fun. Anybody uh, on the current? Uh, Ring of Honor roster that you might want to work with next. There's a lot of names from the the Sinclair era that came over that you know you you didn't get a chance to work with. Anybody come to mind? I mean, at this point, I <laughs> I, I think it would be easier to tell you who I don't want to work with. You know, <laughs> I mean, because it, it's really to that point. I mean, there's so many. There's there's a whole you know two two three maybe even generations of, of Ring of Honor that that occurred while I was you know working elsewhere. And, uh, you know, from, from the Dalton castles to, um, you know, uh, you know, Jay lethal, who, you know, I've, I've had a history with the TNA, but I mean, obviously he's, he's one of the most incredible entertainers in, in the sport today. And, uh, I mean, the, the list goes on and on, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think, you know, crossover to AEW. I mean, as far as like dream matchups, that's easy. I mean, you, you could literally flip them the AEW page, you know, throw a dart over, over your back and, and you're going to find a dream matchup. So, I mean, that's something that, it's kind of a moot point because it's everybody. It really is. We've only gotten started. I think I've only had probably, you know, five that different opponents, you know, maybe six. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're really at the infancy here. I mean, uh, it's hard for me to say, oh, you know, I want to work with this guy or that guy because it's everybody, you know, anybody can get it, you know, and, and I'm, I'm more than willing to pass it out. Uh, all right. So who don't you want to work with? <laughs> oh, uh, so mm, let me think here. It's actually a really good question. Who don't I want to work? Uh, I don't know that smart Mark Sterling guy he kind of sucks like he's just annoying like, you know it's just kind of like soul draining you know what I mean like it's just uh, it's not so much it's not fear or loathing it's just more just you know makes my day freaking flaccid you know what I'm saying just weird <laughs> he might help he might help you one day so you never know but uh, I mean you know useful idiots you know it all, it all works out man I, I've heard that term a lot this week. Uh, <laughs> it, that that's been going around on the on the internet. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so, I, I did want to talk about a couple of other projects you have going on because you know you're the, you're the king of television. But uh, I mean, in in a couple of months, you might even be the king of all media. I know somebody else used to have that name, but maybe you you know, we're take... working on expanding the kingdom. You know, we got maybe... the conquest going on out there. You know, it's it's going well. Maybe you can take that mantle over. Uh, first up, King Shark. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is uh, the new big game coming out. Uh, it's actually, I believe, Memorial Day weekend, which is double or nothing weekend. I believe so. Uh, any any update on uh, when we can start seeing more from your character in particular? I know like they, lo- they like to preview stuff as uh, the release date gets closer but any anything you have that you can tell us about uh i i know this uh yes i know there will be probably more stuff coming out very very much sooner than later 
and some pretty cool man. There's a lot I could tell you that I can't say anything about, but yeah, uh, the, yeah, there'll be some pretty cool announcements, man, and uh, some pretty. I, I guarantee some surprises, some things that uh, will surprise a lot of the fans. What's uh, what's popping up in the game? But like I said, uh, it's you know Rocksteady Studios. They did all the Arkham Arkham games, which mm-hmm. are amazing, and uh, they they haven't really. I, I mean. Just kind of based on what I've seen, they haven't let up for for, for this game. So uh, yeah. I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited for the world to get to see a lot of the stuff and for me to be able to talk about it freely and not worry about these NDAs. You know? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I love the Arkham series. I I think uh, the Suicide Squad's in really good hands. Can't wait to see that. Uh, Sweet Tooth, uh, Twisted Metal's the other one. You uh, play Sweet Tooth the live action version and then uh will arnett is doing the dub over the voiceover mm-hmm. any update on when it'll come to peacock any anything i mentioned you know suicide squad has a release date but this still doesn't yet i know it it's close to uh being done production i know it wrapped up filming but anything you could say on that front uh, I I can say this. I I would imagine it's closer than a lot of people expect. So I'm, I'm uh, yeah, yet again, yet again, another project. I'm really excited to uh, see the light of day, and uh, I think a lot of fans will enjoy it. All right, all right. Keep your eyes out for that. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't be too impatient because I think uh, a lot of those announcements and stuff are, are on the horizon. Hopefully. <laughs> all right, all right. I like that. That's enough. Uh, enough of a tease where. Hopefully we get something soon. I, yeah. I think we're going to lean. I think you will. I think, I, th- I think something soon. I really, really do. I have a good feeling about this just in my heart. That's where we go. <laughs> this, this is just me, but there, there's some kind of big event in two weeks. They like to do commercials. So you never know. It could pop up in two weeks. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go on this one. Uh, we just talked about your, your in-ring career, the, being the king of television, some of the projects you have. Uh, movies is another avenue you could expand into. Uh, any, you know, pet projects or any kind of dream roles you, you could see yourself excelling at to sort uh, of expand the kingdom? Yeah, uh, actually, but yeah, I got a couple couple cool little offers just trying to work them out right now and, and make them work in the schedule. We'll see about that. But yeah, but uh, yeah, if anything else, you know, Henry Cavill, if you're out there, dog, I know you got that Warhammer franchise. You know, you're going to need people to understand how it goes down. So, you know, I'm just throwing that in the universe. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, put it out there and, you know, put it put it into fruition and maybe it happens. So <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Uh Thank you very much for your time today. Uh, as I mentioned, AEW is in Dayton, Ohio this week. Uh, Ring of Honor, World Television Champion, Samoa Joe, and soon to be reigning AEW TNT champion. Oh, see, that's the kind of positivity Samoa we need Joe. around here. That's what we need. Good positivity. See, so you're putting understand how fate works. That's good. That's good. You're you're putting the Warhammer role out there. So I'm Yeah, we're we're just expanding on there. that. You know, we're just Doing expanding it. on that. You know, I mean so, I'm saying if you want somebody to really talk that trash to the aliens, you know, <laughs> there's nobody better. <laughs> All right. Uh tune in uh February 1st for AEW Dynamite. And then, like I said, May 26th, I think, Memorial Day weekend is the Suicide Squad game. And sooner than later for Sweet Tooth, Twisted Metal. Joe, thanks very much for your time today. Thank you for having me.